It's a veteran group. They know what they're doing. They know that their head coach constantly repeats the phrase, the elimination game is the hardest one to win. And at the same time, it still feels like it bears reminding again and again and again until the 7.10 p.m. face-off tonight here in New York. Good morning to you. I'm Dayan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or baseball. I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Pirates that I hope you'll check out. It is Game 5 here tonight at Madison Square Garden. I'll be covering it with a full column on DK Pittsburgh Sports, as well as, of course, you know, daily shotting it with you tomorrow morning. And while I'm formally recusing myself from the prediction business for the remainder of this round, having picked the Rangers to take it in five, nice job there, huh? I do feel comfortable sharing with you a feeling that this team is going to take this game as seriously as you'd want it to. And that's because Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, Chris Letang, guys who are wearing three rings, they have a lot of other guys with two rings, Jake Gensel, Brian Russ, injured Brian Dumoulin. They've been at the brinks of series in both directions. And if you go back over the history of the 2016 and the 2017 teams in particular, they were pretty good at taking care of business. I know there's the one that sticks out in everybody's minds when they could have put the Sharks away here on home ice. It would have been Pittsburgh's first victory on home soil in any sport since Bill Mazeroski's home run for the Pirates in 1960. Maz was even at the game. They brought Maz in from Ohio. Maz is sitting there waiting for it, and it still didn't come because the Sharks somehow took game five. But then they went out to San Jose. They flew all the way out to San Jose. And I remember the vibe in that room that morning was beyond hyper intense. They were not there to mess around. I remember Oli Mata telling me at the morning skate that day, this isn't going home. This series isn't going back to Pittsburgh. When you have a team down, you step on the head of the snake, as the saying goes. And as long as I'm hearkening to the past here, I'm going to go way back and throw another one at you. And those of you who you know really uh, can rewind with this franchise will be familiar with this. But Badger Bob Johnson, who came in as the Penguins coach for just that one magical year before his tragic passing the following summer, Badger Bob would tell his guys all through the Penguins' first championship run that every team that wins the Cup has to have one of those short series somewhere along the way because the grind can become too much. If you've got to play 28 games, the obvious maximum, you're not winning any Cup. You're going to be beaten to a pulp physically and emotionally. And sure enough, if you go back through all five of the Penguins championship runs, you'll find at least one series in there that was either a sweep or a five-gamer. Now, why am I taking this too far? Because that's kind of the way you have to think. If you're Mike Sullivan and the assistant coaches, 
This is what you're impressing on these players. There is mega urgency to ending this series tonight. This portion of Daily Shot of Penguins is brought to you by the good people at the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank, where they're committed to providing food for all of our neighbors in need across western Pennsylvania. They, in turn, need your help. Find out how $1 can be turned into five full meals for those in need. Visit pittsburghfoodbank.org. Predictably, of course, Mike Sullivan was right there on that train of thought yesterday after practice back home in Cranberry. Nobody's comfortable. No, nobody in our dressing room is comfortable. We understand the challenge ahead of us. We're just trying to stay in the moment. And uh, we're going to try to we're going to try to learn through each experience. We're going to try to get better as a team. We got to stay hungry, and uh, and just stay in the moment. And and that's that that's the most important thing. And I think it starts with a mindset. It starts with an attitude before the puck drops. And uh, and that's the message to our group. I think we have great leadership. We've got a veteran group in there that has been through a lot of ex- playoff experiences, and they understand how hard it is. You know, the the elimination game is always the most difficult. We know what the challenge that's ahead of us. We're going to have to go out and earn it each and every night, just like we have to this point. So we're going to hit the reset button. We're going to go to work. We're going to do our best to put our best game in the ice. That's because he gets it. He gets it. He can see the bigger picture. They can't talk about the bigger picture, or that would be totally hypocritical and out of line with everything that I'm seeing here. But you can see it. They can see it. And if you win this game and you do so, with your American Hockey League goaltender and you do it in a way that does not allow the opponent's likely unanimous selection as the Vezina Trophy winner to break out of whatever's wrong with him and you do so while Sidney Crosby is playing at his absolute peak over the last five or six years with his line mates Gensel and Rust, not exactly far behind him, you have the best chance of taking the series. And it obviously starts there. Now, they can't come close to addressing what I'm about to, but hey, you know, I'm not lacing them up here tonight. You want to have a five-game series because in the next round, presuming that you get there, you're going to face a Carolina or a Boston team that just might be going a little bit longer. And sometimes all it takes is an additional game or two to make a big difference because they'll have some more uh, injuries and bruises and bumps and aches and pains going into the next game one that you play. But here's the big one. Here's the big one. Tristan Jari's taking shots. Tristan Jari's putting on skates and getting into a crease in practices, did it again yesterday before the practice in Cranberry. Nothing super heavy, not with the team. He's out there beforehand. But if you can find a way to avoid rushing him back into the series, and you can find a a way to avoid doing the same thing with Ricard Raquel, who, by the way, was a full participant in the practice yesterday, I'm sure, at least I think he'll be a game-time decision for tonight. And if you can find a way to do the same thing with Dumoulin, and for that matter, Jason Zucker, who's clearly playing hurt, sitting on a stool instead of the bench, off to the side, then you're strengthening 
your team for the longer run, not just the next round, but for the longer run. And don't even make me say that if you want Sid to keep playing at this extraordinary level, and you remember that he's in his mid-30s, he could probably use the break too. Go ahead and finish this one up, fellas. You know, do it here. Do it tonight. Get it over with. Then plop down on the couch for a few days. When we come back, just one question. Today's J1Q comes from Todd Rombach, who asks, with the depth scoring all of a sudden becoming such a positive, who comes out of the lineup when Ricard Raquel is healthy? Thanks and love all your coverage. That's very nice, Todd. I appreciate that. Um, I don't think for tonight, I don't think you're going to see anybody come out of the lineup here. I I really don't uh, for a bunch of reasons. Uh, Number one, as I mentioned in the previous segment, even if Raquel is deemed a game-time decision, That doesn't mean, as it often does with Sullivan, that he'll get in. He also had Zucker as a game-time decision, you might recall, before Game 2 up here, and Zucker ended up not playing. You can get close, you can do a lot of good things on the ice and impress the coaches and the medical staff, but it doesn't always cut it as far as the standard for what's required to participate in the game. Now, multiply that many times over for this atmosphere, where, for all we know, For all we know, when Gerard Gallant was going after his guys for being soft and using that word three times in the same sentence to describe his team's performance in game four, he might have been sending another signal to, you know, go out and just attack everybody the way they did in the first 10 minutes of game one. And by attack, I mean like assault. I mean like just running around brazenly the way Ryan Reeves did. Uh, Even Alexi Lafreniere got into it. I know they've made him a little grittier, but I didn't see that coming. And you're going to throw Raquel, who, although they haven't announced this, you're almost certain that he's been dealing with a concussion as a result of a hit to the head from Ryan Lindgren. And, you know, it just doesn't make much sense. You're coming off back-to-back games in which you've scored seven goals each. Uh, You've got, like you pointed out, all kinds of depth scoring that everybody's all of a sudden very happy about. You don't need to take anybody out. If you were to take someone out to attempt to answer your question here, it would probably be Brian Boyle because he's kind of that guy that's sitting there at the edge there. But at the same time, like in a game where you think they might go headhunting and coming after you, I don't want to take my 6'6 guy off the ice. You know what I'm saying? I hate to sound super old school here, but you know some things are still true and still apply in modern hockey when it comes to this sort of thing. And this brings me back yet again to the subject of how do you approach game five? How do you uh, attach urgency to it that the players know mathematically does not exist. You know, they know they've now got three whole cracks, including one back home, in which they can finish the job. And telling them that 
these same two franchises met in 2014 and the Penguins had a 3-1 series lead and lost isn't going to do anything either because that's like 100 years ago to most of these guys, probably even including the ones who participated in it. What you have to underscore is the value of what it means to winning a championship, to advancing round by round, to staying as fresh and healthy as you can be, to getting as fresh and healthy as you can be if you're not that currently. And of course, the not-so-small matter of bringing back your very, very good starting goaltender. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Penguins. We'll do another one of these tomorrow morning.